Live well, bank well at Affinity Plus Federal Credit Union. At Affinity Plus, the approach to banking is different because they focus on people, not profit. They serve members with care, excellence, and integrity, built on a solid foundation since 1930. The Affinity Plus not-for-profit cooperative structure allows members to receive maximum benefits while experiencing outstanding service. By and large, members of Affinity Plus love this credit union. And Affinity Plus loves the communities they serve. And they are a strong community partner working very hard every day to support the people, businesses, and relationships that exist in their communities. Visit Affinity Plus at the Brainerd Lakes branch in Baxter to learn more. Or just have a chat and some free coffee. Affinity Plus is federally insured by NCUA. Good afternoon and welcome to Community Focus at JJY. I'm Ken Thomas and today my guest is Carl Samp. Carl is the executive director of the Brainerd Lakes Area Community uh, Foundation and also a member of the Complete Counts Committee here in Crow Wing County. Carl, welcome to Community Focus. Thanks for having me here, Ken. Always great to be here. And Tess, if you're listening, I hope you feel better. So. <laughs> yeah, well, thank you. All right. <laughs> Well, we are uh, basically ready to go, aren't we, with the census? Yep. It's the, the first mailing should be coming to people's households within the next week or two. Uh, that will inform them of how they can participate. And uh, it will include three options this year. They're going to have an online option for the first time. And then people will also still be able to do the old paper census form. And now there's also a telephone option. So three ways three ways that people can participate and complete their census. Right. And um, if one were to not fill out the census form and just ignore it, someone will come knocking on your door eventually, won't they? That's correct. A census taker will eventually, uh, first they'll be dropping off some reminder cards at your house, and then they will be uh, knocking on your door and asking you to complete that. And we'll be talking about why it is important that you do that. So Yeah, and so mm -hmm. uh, I always say if you don't want someone knocking on your door, fill out that form. And that's not the main reason. Right. The real reason is because it is very, very important on several levels that we all uh, fill out the census form and include everybody that's in the household. That's exactly correct, and here's why it's important. Uh, first, it determines our representation in government, in the United States Congress. So the last census in 2010, Minnesota got the 435th seat in Congress. Guess how many seats there are in Congress? 435. That is correct. Yes, we got the last seat. Um, projections are now that we could be somewhere between 434th and 437th. So if we missed that 435th seat, we will lose our 8th congressional seat meaning we'll be down to seven districts, uh, which means less representation per person in Minnesota. And also, just as importantly, it means our electoral college vote in the presidential election goes from 10 to 9. So uh, that's one really critical factor. And then just as critical is the appropriate appropriation of federal dollars that comes to communities, uh, you know, through states often, but but eventually to our community based on census counts. Yeah. And, and, for, and is that a dollar per person? Is, it, is that a good way to look yeah, at it? Yeah, I think the exact dollar figure is about $2,796, but we say $2,800 per year for every person counted in the census. So, if, and that holds for the 10-year period. So that's $28,000 per person uh, you know, times ten. Times ten. Yeah, it's tw well twenty-eight thousand per person over the ten-year period. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. So let's say we undercount in by a thousand in Crowing County. That's about three million dollars less coming to our community, that bounces around our businesses and our economy here. So 
and we're likely to lose that many at least. But, uh, you know, if you don't want that, if you're a businessman, tell your employees the importance of, you know, filling out a census. Uh, so, you know, it really helps determine, you know, and those dollars come for roads, schools, health care, law enforcement, uh, land use, Head Start and fuel assistance, um, food stamps, et cetera, are all determined through the census count on how they're appropriated. So um, there's a, a lot of different ways that it comes back to our community. It seems to me, too, there's a number of uh, business organizations that have come out and are really advocates for this yes. census because of the dollars that are at stake here for yeah. our state. A good count is a good economic development strategy for our community. So, um, you know, that, so we should all be counting. So new dollars coming into your community is, is how you do economic development. Uh, the other thing that's really important for business is they often use census data to determine, you know, if it's worth opening a new business. So, you know, Target and different organizations are really in tune to census data um, as they target where to, to either expand or open new stores or things like that. So, uh, so that's another reason that it's really important. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Carl, some people have misconceptions about the census, yep. and they really uh, should find out the facts. Is there a great place to go to find that out yeah well the census website is a great spot and that's uh you can go online www.2020census.gov uh, is the site that has all things census related and you mentioned about people knocking on the door well we are still looking for about 200 people in crowing county to fill census taker jobs there's a, almost oh. 700 needed uh we're short by about 200 still so if you want an opportunity to make $19 an hour in a very flexible schedule, part-time, um, you know, you can f go to that site. And if you just forward slash the word jobs at the end of that, so 2020census.gov forward slash jobs, and then you'll put in your uh, zip code, and it'll tell you about opportunities there and how to apply to be a census taker. So you have to be 18 years of age. Uh, they do a background check. And then... Um, you get three days of paid training, and then basically, like I said, the first part of the job will be driving around, dropping reminder cards. Uh, so you have like a pad. People get a pad, iPad type thing that they take with them and tells them their route and who to stop by, you know, the addresses, et cetera. So they'll drop off reminder cards uh, the first few visits, and then after that it's, it's you know, knocking on the door and encouraging completion and asking if people need help or anything like that. So. Now, as uh, citizens, and especially if we uh, really think about this, how important it is to be counted, uh, we should also encourage others. And I'm thinking specifically of kids who may have parents or grandparents that spend part of the year out of the state. Yes. They need to make sure they count here if they spend the majority of the time in Minnesota, right? That's right. Yeah, it's where you spend the majority of your time. And then even if you're, you know, let's say you've got a homeless teen or something staying with your, your son or daughter, uh, on the couch, and if they're going to be there for an extended period of time, and if they're on census day, which is April 1st, you know, you would count that person in your household then. So, uh, so you know, yes, it's where people spend the majority of their time, and then April 1st is kind of a magic date. So, for instance, uh, if, a, if a woman is pregnant, has the baby before April 1st, the baby gets counted. After April 1st, not can't so, count it right. ahead of time. I understand. Oh, and you mentioned misperceptions, you know. Yes. So, yeah, uh, this data is private. Uh, when you've completed it, uh, there's a $250,000 fine to any 
official census worker, official, et cetera, who releases uh, private information and data. And, and so it's very secure. In fact, uh, you know, the White House in the past, and, and I'm not saying which administration or anything, but they've tried to get data and they've not been able to get data because it is protected that closely. Under the Constitution. Under the Constitution, that's yeah. correct. And, and it is constitutionally mandated that we do this as well. You know, and it's it's really power to the people. This is how we, like I said, get that representation. It's your opportunity to uh, have a voice uh, in Congress. And it's our most widely distributed uh, civic duty uh, to do your census work right. in addition to voting. So. Uh, Carl, we know that uh, in every state there's a population of uh, folks that are not officially citizens. Maybe they're working on it. Maybe they're here illegally. They should be counted, too. They should be counted. And, there's and, that, not, and there's yeah. no question about that on the census, That's is correct. No, no citizenship question on the census. That went to court and uh, was determined. So, yep, we're counting, we're counting heads, not just citizens. So, Okay. I'd say we're counting residents, not just citizens. Right. So, yep. Right. Any other uh, nuances that you can think of that um, someone might have a question about when it comes to the census? Well, I'll just say, you know, if you are curious about misperceptions, um, this is the lead into our forum that we're going to, public forum we're going to have on, on March 17th, and um, I'm sure you'll be asking about that. But uh, one of the speakers will be from the Census Bureau, and they will be specifically uh, kind of debunking the myths that are associated with the census, and there are a lot of them. So yeah, well, let's talk about that. Uh, that's the Rosenmeyer Town Hall Forum, right. which the Central Lakes College and the Rosenmeyer Foundation have uh, been partnering on for years and years. And there's been just some amazing speakers. This is going to be another good one. Tell yes. us about what's going on there. Right. And so on St. Patty's Day on March 17th, uh, we are bringing up our state demographer Susan Brower. And she's been our state demographer since 2012. And, uh, and then we also have in Jeffrey Wigren, who is our partnership, partnership specialist from the Census Bureau. And he's working with our local complete com counts committee. So uh, Jeffrey will be talking about job opportunities, all things census-related, debunking those myths, how the information is used, et cetera. Uh, and then Susan will really be talking from a demographer standpoint in the, the office of state demographer about... Uh, how the census data is used, you know, in her office. And uh, so it'll be fascinating. She's a wonderful speaker. Uh, you know, she makes numbers I interesting. Yeah. Uh, so I'm really looking forward to having uh, Susan and Jeffrey up talking. And then, uh, so once again, 7 o'clock, Central Lakes College. It's going to be in the Dryden or the Black Box Theater. Mm -hmm. okay. uh, so make sure you go to that area. But if you want to come for a social kind of a meet and greet uh, before the event, um, we do have some grant dollars to buy some food and beverage and provide a kind of a half-hour social time starting at 6.30 at the CLC cafeteria. Uh, so we encourage folks to come early, say hi to Susan and Jeffrey and meet them. And, um, you know, if the media wants to conduct any interviews, it's a good time to do that. So, uh, so we're really looking forward to this event. And then, at, of course, as always at the forums, there's a nice uh, Q&A uh, question and answer period at the end of that. You'll be able to ask questions. Um, this is a free event, if I'm not mistaken. Absolutely. And do we need to, uh, if you will, RSVP for us? No, no registrations required for that event. So you just come up, show up, and uh, find a seat, and we'll enjoy that. However, uh, we are bringing Susan in early um, at 4 o'clock, and she's going to be at the Chamber of Commerce building on Washington, 224 Washington, 
And uh, so she'll be, we've invited, it's kind of an invitation process. Um, so, and, and you have to register for that with the, at the chamber website, it's free. But it's really, um, we've invited the Chamber Board, the Bladeck, uh, Brainerd Lakes Area Economic Development Corporation Board, uh, the Community Foundation Board of Directors, elected officials, uh, key elect, uh, city and county staff, and, um, and then media. Um, and anybody else who really is interested in coming to hear Susan talk specifically about um, our workforce situation and how demographic trends, you know, are pointing to the challenge for us to continue to be able to find a workforce uh, in now and into the future. And uh, so, so it'll be mostly focused around workforce-related issues um, at that session. That will be very interesting. Yes, it will. Uh, I know that uh, you and I have been part of a conversation through a number of organizations we've been involved with. Yes. Talking about the fact that as the baby boomers retire, yep. there's not enough workers to fill in these slots. And, That's right. And there's going to be a, I don't want to call it a crisis, but uh, we really need to face this ahead of time and attract workers yep. to places like the Brainerd Lakes area, don't yep, we? Exactly. And and uh, as you said, you know, there's a number of groups working about that. Everybody's talking about it. All you got to do is drive down the street and look for, I mean, there's basically help wanted signs in every window. Yeah. You know, so, and, and we're not at the worst of it yet. Um, right. You know, 2025 to 2030. Uh, looks like it's going to be the low point of uh, Minnesota workers between 18 and 64, um, you know, during that period. So we've we've still got, you know, a worse stretch ahead of us yet, unless our economy tanks, you know. But, um, you know, with the economy as strong as it is, everybody's looking for workers right now. And, and it really is a limiting factor in business growth and expansion. Yeah, so yeah. very interesting. And that's why you know our foundation, our grant making is all around how do we help develop, attract, and retain a quality workforce, you know, in this community. Yeah, yeah, it's very important. All right, uh, that's a couple of very, very interesting things that the public is invited to. Um, let's kind of wrap up here today, okay. and I'll ask you to put on your other hat as yes. the executive director of the Brainerd Lakes Area Community Foundation. Because you've got some big news there as well. We do. For the second year in a row, you get the scoop on who our uh, 2020 Award in Philanthropy winners are. And this year's recipients are Kenneth and Virginia uh, Merrill. And they basically have a summer uh, residence up on the Cross Lake chain on Cross Lake. And they've been extremely generous in the Cross Lake community. Um, basically bought a new fire truck or the better part of it. Uh, wow. They were the uh, some of the largest contributors to the new charter school up there, uh, very generous with Camp Knutson, with the Parks and Libraries Fund, with the food shelf. So uh, the Merrills have been extremely generous, and they also have a substantial legacy uh, gift that will be being distributed in our community upon their passing. Now, Ken died last June um, at 100. Wow. So the uh, look in your Sunday paper for the wrap. Uh, that we'll be wrapping the, the ads in the dispatch this weekend in the weekend edition. And you'll see um, our wrap that introduces the Merrills, talks a little bit about them, and uh, gives the dates and registration information for that July 9th annual dinner event when we'll be recognizing them. So, And, and we're also this year, uh, our theme is kind of talking about leaving your legacy and legacy giving. And so we're also going to recognize Linnea Anderson, who passed away last year. And right before she passed away, she set up a charitable fund that uh, we'll be giving out about 25000 a year for five years wow. to her favorite causes. And then Millie Geertsen, uh 
passed away also late 2018, but last year uh, her estate was distributed to a number of local charities, and so we're going to honor those women too with Legacy Awards, and uh, so we're really looking forward to this event this year. So we hope everybody uh, goes on our website uh, to register for that, and it's www.communitygiving.org, and uh, you can click on the BLACF tag and it'll take you or just go to events and, and there will be the opportunity to register and also if you're interested in sponsoring a table you can do that and then I also want to let you know that our women's fund is having their annual women's making wave uh, dinner and event on April 14th at 5 o'clock mm. and both of those events are going to be at Grandview Lodge this year okay and you can also register at the same site and they will be recognizing Becky Twomley as their Women Making, Women Making Waves Award winner and recipient this year. So those are the big two events we want to make sure people circle on your calendars and uh, get registered for. All right. Very good. Again, if you want to find out some more information, please go to communitygiving.org, and you can find out more there. That's correct. Uh, I was going to ask, uh, is uh, Virginia going to be able to make it to the big event in July? Uh, yes, she is. Yeah, she's. Uh, we got a hold of her down in Florida, and she had to ponder whether they were going to accept this gift or not. Uh, very humble people, and uh, and Ken had just such a wonderful story too. So I'm I'm a little sad that he won't be there and that we won't be able to capture his story on video. But um, yeah, she's going to be there. Very good. All right. Again, we encourage you to go to communitygiving.org. Find out more about those two wonderful events that are coming up. In the meantime, if you get that census form, let's shift gears again back to what we started with. Let's get those filled out. Again, online, you can. there's a phone number you can call and provide your census information or simply fill it out in uh, pen and, or pencil. That's right. And get it in the mail. And let's get this thing taken care of. Yep, whatever works for best for you. And then if you want to find out more, come to the forum on, on the 17th at CLC, 7 p.m. Black Box Theater. Very good. Carl, thank you so much for being here today to talk about all of these things. And uh, let's get out there and make sure we are accounted in yeah. the census. Thank you. And as always, thanks to you, Hubbard Radio, WJJY, for your community support. Our pleasure. Carl Samp is the executive director of the Brainerd Lakes Area Community Foundation and a member of the Complete Count Committee here in Crow Wing County. I'm Ken Thomas, and that is today's edition of Community Focus. Don't forget our Community Focus programs can be accessed on our website anytime at 1067wjjy.com. That's brought to you by Affinity Plus Federal Credit Union. You can also find our Community Focus programs on our free downloadable app that's powered by Cuyuna Regional Medical Center.